Hello and welcome to another episode of Pictures Without Pictures. Uh, this week we were going to be watching A Nightmare on Elm Street, but a whole bunch of stuff happened with that that I'm going to touch on briefly right now. First of all, uh, I said uh, we were going to do the 1984 original film, which was on Netflix. Anyone who then went and searched on Netflix would have found out that actually it was a 2010 reboot. I did not know that there was a 2010 reboot, and I watched about 20 minutes of it going, this is an extremely high quality video for a 1984 film, and it took until uh, the protagonist or one of them goes into the attic and looks through her memories from boxes marked 1991 to make me go, oh this probably didn't come out in 1984. Uh, the second uh, thing that happened is I was like, okay, uh, we'll watch the 2010 version, I posted that update on Twitter, and then I got to the end of that film, and I went, we are not doing this film because it has uh, it has themes of sexual assault and child abuse and they are not handled in any kind of uh, tasteful way at all or any kind of sensitive way at all and I basically just don't want to spend an hour and a half talking about how they turned a beloved uh, horror movie dude into a child molester so we're gonna leave that there and have more of a general podcast mm. about what we like to watch what we've been watching recently uh, that kind of stuff not even necessarily about movies just about just general stuff because I still want to do a podcast uh, but yeah hi Reese is here too hi Reese hello it not just me hogging up it me, the me. streamways um, the background <laughs> is of a nice grassy anime field I'd say that's anime that's the kind of field you see in anime things um, yeah yeah so I guess I'll just open with Reese what have you been watching lately? Uh, I have been watching various things. I finished a few things actually. Um, so obviously, uh, Haunting of Bly Manor came out, yeah, uh, which was good and interesting and fun. Was it very spooky? different from? Uh, it was, and it was very different from Haunting of uh, Hill House. So uh, that was cool and interesting. Um, they were more or less just separate. Like it was just a case of these are just stories in like uh, the haunting series where they're just different stories to, from different people's perspectives mm. um, it was very good uh, people in it were fantastic I think definitely the characters in it were brilliant um, without being too spoilery um, yeah, it's very it's, it has some very good emotional moments in it and it does play out um, less horror I'd say because I think a lot I, um, I'd heard that a lot of people complaining that it wasn't as scary I was like, well, yeah, because it's not the point this time. This time it was a more, it was more of a uh, like a weird romance tragedy thing, um, which was interesting. Um, I found it very interesting, um, and it was very good, and it was very upsetting, and it was, it, it was, it was less so. It was less horror for the sake of like spooks and stuff, and more horror of like dread, as if like because something will happen, and you know it will happen. And the character knows it will happen. It's just waiting for it to happen. Yeah. Um, and it's done very well, I think. And yeah. And uh, all else, all else I'll say about it is my gaydar was on point, and I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> it makes me question stuff like that, by the way. Like when you talk about gay relationships in fiction, right? Not to go down a huge like philosophical rabbit hole, but like, yeah. could you consider that a spoiler? Because I. Mm, no, because you you don't really because there's enough of like because I I said gay I didn't say if it was male or female yeah, I didn't true. say you know for me it was a specific I won't say what show it was because I may end up spoiling it as well but I but I was 
told that a specific character in a show I was watching um, turned out to have a same-sex relationship at one point, um, which was really cool. But because of that, the entire show, I was, like, waiting for it to happen. Yeah, and I kind of Mm. worked it out along the way and stuff. And it's like, I guess guess it is a spoiler, but it comes down to, like, is it important enough to ruin it? It definitely didn't ruin anything for me, but, like, I don't know. I... Yeah, I can't really go into more depth on that without spoiling a certain show. But <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, um, lately I have been watching. Uh, so last year, the um, there was a whole thing, and it happened again a few months ago. But and everyone seemed to forget it already happened. But last year there was a whole thing where Avatar: The Last Airbender got added to Netflix. And I was like, oh hey, I've mm-hmm. never seen this show. Um, so I watched through that, and I absolutely loved it. Um, I loved its themes and everything. I was super impressed by the fact that it's a bloody Nickelodeon show, and it's like it yeah, gets, it is. Yeah, it gets really heavy at times, like super heavy at times, and like it tells a really good story. Um, it's a shining example of how young adult fiction, no matter what the medium is, can appeal to any age. And yeah, it's just fantastic. If you've never seen the Legend, I'm not sorry, the Legend of Aang. I always get that mixed up. If you've never seen the Last Airbender, I highly recommend you see it. If you've if you've never seen the Legend of Aang, I recommend you keep it that way because from what I've heard, that movie is a real shit show. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, uh, but yeah, so I did that, and then I found out that the Legend of Korra was on Amazon Prime. And I didn't really want to support Amazon. I try not to support Amazon where I can, basically. Um, but my phone contract had a thing where it was like a free swappable benefit for like Amazon Prime Video. I was like, this probably still gets back to Bezos in some way or another. But I really want to see Legend of Korra. So about a year later, uh, this was like these last few weeks, I watched The Legend of Korra. And I have never watched a show uh, that is so different but still so successful in what it does as a successor show like it was so good dude like I, I highly recommend you so I always forget I think you said you've seen The Last Airbender right or have you not seen um, I've watched some of it and I I grew, I grew up in the time when it was on TV as well so I did see like yeah. bits of it here and there yeah, but I, I haven't watched it all the way through so I don't know I recommend watching it all things. in order and then I recommend mm. watching The Legend of Korra afterwards, maybe after a break or something. Because yeah. that's what I did. I decided I think... to take a break before I mm. dived into the next suit. Because it's a big thing, like, oh, I've just... I don't want to just, like... The only reason... You want to let it breathe. I was just going to say, the only reason I know much about Legend of Korra is because of some horror... Some not nice things that happened with regards to that. Oh, really? But, yeah. Um, so, apparently, the... you I, I, I know about the... Um, You've you finished it now, haven't you? Yes. Right. But I, I haven't watched it myself. It I've, just been, I've been told about it and stuff. Um, but obviously, there are a certain group is represented in mm. that show to a degree. And oh, apparently, in the original airing of it, it was uh, it on Nickelodeon. It was subdued or like restricted a lot, and people weren't happy about it. Basically. Oh. Um, I never heard this. And yeah, and yeah, it's. Yeah, apparently uh, Nickelodeon was very. Uh, yeah, they were they were they were they restricted uh, it or something like that. I don't remember specifically what happened with it. That's um, a shame. But the only reason I I hear that come up is because um, uh, I think I saw someone responding to a tweet that their or like a, a Facebook post or something that they had made where they were like uh, going on about it. And they were just like, no, 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 you don't, you don't get to talk about these characters in that light when you 
didn't fully express let them ex- be expressed in this show mm. um, to, and, I I think... and I looked into it and yeah You'll have to tell me more about that afterwards, because that sounds like it might fit on yeah, spot. I'll, I'll look into it. it. It's it's hard. I'm trying to say it without <laughs> saying what it is, but it's yeah. yeah. I think I'll, I know I'll what you look at it. I'll, I'll yeah, we'll talk yeah. about it after the show. But yeah, basically, I watched that show, and um, if you want to hear more of my thoughts on Legend of Korra, um, I have done a series on my YouTube channel where for every season I've done about a ten minute uh, video uh, talking about basically my thoughts on it. Like I've also uploaded them as little mini podcasts to the podcast feed Critigree FM which you should be able to find on Spotify and places uh, or maybe just Spotify <clears throat> my the icon I chose for that feed was a picture of my World of Warcraft character reading a map and apparently that was enough to infringe copyright so Apple aren't um, putting it up on their podcast stuff and that ticked me Brilliant. off so much I was like no I'm not changing that, fuck you <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me right now, come on, get out of here with yeah, that shit. Jesus Christ can't have a picture of my own World of Warcraft character <laughs> Go away, shut up. Not talking to you, Apple. Ah, oh, <laughs> corporations. <laughs> we, there's, yeah. there's that whole thing going on with Twitch at the minute, isn't it, for all the DMCA takedowns? Yeah. Um, I actually haven't checked to see if I'm affected by that. I don't think I would be. I double-checked. I don't think I have either. I mean, I haven't had any emails or anything about it, but, I mean, my VODs mostly just expire anyway. It's just clips that I've got up there. Um, I, put yeah. my, I put all my VODs on YouTube where... Um, they've been doing this shit for years and instead of just taking it down they'll make money off of you instead because that's ethical um <laughs> anyway so that's that whole situation but yeah I, I finished watching The Legend of Korra and it reminds me of a project I've wanted to start doing right and this is uh, very tied into pictures without pictures but basically what I right. want to do is and what I've started doing is um making this playlist on YouTube that just has my favourite scenes, because usually uh, you can look up a scene on YouTube and either officially or unofficially it's being clipped out and you can uh, mm. you can basically just add videos to playlists anyway, so I thought why not do that, and I'll start by going through Doctor Who um, well let me tell you <laughs> I've been doing that for a few hours now <laughs> and uh, I've, I've gone up to the end of Matt Smith's uh, era and there's about, oh I want to say 20 or 30 scenes I've put into that playlist of just like outstanding scenes mm but it's on my YouTube. And I think I'm going to have a separate one for shows versus movies, uh, because the original intent was that I would pick... I'm not going to restrict myself this way, like I originally thought, but my original intention was I would pick one scene from each movie we did on this podcast that was my favourite scene, and put it in that playlist. Mm. But I think now I'll just put... If there's two scenes in a movie that are really outstanding, I'll just put them both in there. If there's... Like, if I'm trying to think up a scene for Iron Man 2, but I can't think of anything, I'm not going to put that in there, you know? It's not going to be, like, one yeah. scene per movie. Uh, I always restrict myself in weird ways on that kind of thing, but I really want to... I really liked the scene that we did... Uh, <laughs> the scene that we did, like, we made the movie. I really liked the scene <laughs> in Gladiator that we talked about, where he's talking about if your family will wait for you in the afterlife, or would you wait for your family in the afterlife? I really loved that mm. scene, and that was really what sparked the idea of yeah. I want to have a playlist... The only issue I have about that is that a lot of people who upload scenes put spoilers in the titles, and I don't know how to get around that. I'm just yeah, gonna have to say it's 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 annoying. View those playlists at your own discretion, I guess. And the best I can really do is put movies and shows in a separate playlist, um, because I mean I could just do a separate playlist for every show, but then I'm only gonna have one scene from certain shows. You know, it's not gonna be a playlist per per one clip, so. 
but yeah, that's something I've had fun doing at the minute. Um, I've done Doctor Who, or I've done half of Doctor Who. Um, mm. I'm not sure whether to keep going uh, or to wait until I rewatch Peter Capaldi's stuff and do that as I go. The other problem is it's also difficult to rearrange stuff uh, in YouTube playlists because YouTube is an ass of a website. <laughs> and um, so if stuff, if for instance I've got like this playlist of thousands of songs on Spotify, if I want to mm. move a song from the bottom to the top, it'll take me a while to scroll all the way up there, but it won't be difficult and like I can select multiple and stuff. But the YouTube playlist like stuff, it's much harder to move stuff up and down, so yeah. But but that's something I've been doing, and um, I'm looking forward to doing more of that. Um, I'm trying to figure out what show I'm going to do next. Maybe Game of Thrones. Um, mm-hmm. But that's the kind of show for certain where, like, a spoiler in the title could ruin your day as you're scrolling past, so I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, just a random news drop that I've just seen, sorry. Um, apparently Oscar Isaac is in negotiations to play Moon Knight. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, so Moon Knight is a Marvel character who me and Reese love because he's just a bit shit, <laughs> but everyone it's like loves him. If you took it's <laughs> if you took Batman but made it really kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, Batman um, but dumb. But he, oh, he'd be Taskmaster because he fights so crazily. Oh my god! Adults wrote that. That's my favorite, like actual story. I think that's my favorite story. Creative oh, so adults wrote that plot line. Oh, my days. Oh, but I mean, my, the Marvel's full of weird shit like that. Yeah, though. it is. Wall man. I can't wait for. He was bit by a radioactive wall. <laughs> I can't wait for one division because I think that comes out in the next few months. That looks good, yeah. Because that's based on a series of comics um, where Vision made uh, like a whole, like, like sort of small. Well, wait, 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 wait! wait. Before you say before you say anything, I don't know how much of that will end up being spoilers for people who don't like look into comic side of things. So, I'd I'd stay away from. Well, it's it's based it's based on a series of comics that specifically is Vision, but this time it seems that Wonder's going to be part of it as well. And there, there was a trailer um, that came out not too long ago, which is starting to elude at the weirdness of it all. I know, it was um, such a good trailer. Um, Very good trailer. Where, where, oh, wasn't there like that guy in a car, and he was like, am I dead? Yeah. And she was like, what? No, why? Why would uh, Why would you be dead? He's like, because you're dead. Or well, I forget what it was, because yeah. I haven't seen the trailer in a while, yeah, something it like that. It was Vision and some old woman in the car, and, yeah. was, and she was like, am I dead? And she was like, no. And then she was like, well, you are. Yeah, it's, it seems really weird and fucky, and I absolutely can't wait. Not just because it looks like a really it's good kind of series point, in its own right, but also because mm. this will be Marvel, the MCU's first foray. Well, actually, I lie, it definitely won't be the MCU's first foray into shows. You've got wonderful stuff like Daredevil and Jessica Jones and all that, and then you've also got Agents mm-hmm. of S.H.I.E.L.D. But this will be... I get, How would I say it? It's like... MCU it's level different. production. It's like exactly because it's gonna be characters. it's gonna be using the characters that are in the MCU. Like yes. it's the same with like when uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier show, which by the way I've heard some shitty things about recently. Oh no! Um, one of the actors has basically said apparently the working conditions are fucking awful. Okay. So <laughs> I mean, to ooh, be fair, don't know if I want to support that one, but that's yeah. not one of the ones I'm more excited about. That doesn't really appeal yeah. to me. Yeah, it that, just one's, seems that one's that one's. <laughs> Yeah, like that one. It'll be interesting to see what they do with it. But that one was definitely like Captain America's like whole thing was like he had a task for us to just you know 
do like just fight baddies pretty much his whole thing was just more of what he did in the first film effectively mm. except not in a big compilation yeah in his first film I mean, Captain America is what I mean yeah but yeah I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that I know um, speaking of Disney Plus uh, The Mandalorian season 2 starts soon have you seen the se- have you seen season 1 uh, I haven't no I haven't got around to it so I think I'm just burn burn out on Star Wars stuff <laughs> no, dude, this is this is the reason you like this show. It's it's really different compared to other Star Wars stuff. I think you'd like it. I'm sure um, it is, but yeah. I look most of most Star Wars stuff is very uh well actually I guess that's not the case. I can't say most Star Wars stuff is similar to itself when the final trilogy couldn't even have a coherent vision for a narrative really can I? But I mean mm. I don't know. It's very different. I I think you'd like it. It's 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 yeah. really it feels like one of those really character-focused shows where actions speak louder yeah. than words and you're just following the actions of a single character. Um, yeah, yeah. It reminds me almost of Breaking Bad in that way. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's very good, and I'm excited for season two. Um, Changing the subject back to um, the uh, DMCA stuff, by the way. I just checked my stream from yesterday, my VOD from yesterday, and the, some of the audio has been muted in parts of it, apparently. <laughs> That's not a not DMCA surprised. takedown, though. That's something. Yeah, I know, but like, I, ju- I just checked in. I thought it was funny to mention because, uh, yeah, because I was kind of expecting it though because I've had an issue with like playing certain games before. It's yeah. like, but it's on. It's usually like it's because they'll play a song for like one cutscene or they'll play a song during the intro or something. Yeah, I mean, literally, because I was playing Hitman Blood Money and it plays Ave Maria uh. um, in the intro, so I was like, oh, I need to get out. Is it? I need to get out of this <laughs> menu real quick. <laughs> yeah, games. Modern games really need to provide a streamer-friendly option that just removes stuff like Some that. Some of them do. I know. Some of but them it do. Been but in atmospheric games, it's quite funny. So mm. I believe um, uh, Life is Strange does it because mm. Life is Strange has a lot of copyright music. Oh, it has a beautiful soundtrack though. But it doesn't replace it with anything. That's it's just yeah, that's silence, and it's really upsetting because it just completely ruins the mood. Yeah, God, Life is Strange. I've never played that game, but I did, and I I will, I will play that game eventually. But yeah. um, I saw a spin-off ones as well. I saw a streamer play for it, and um, my God, the soundtracks of that game it, is so good. Uh, the most recent game of it, it's Life is Strange Two. Um, follows um, some. I think they're from. I think they're from Mexico. Basically, uh, it's obviously you got your. your, your uh, you know what it's about. I'm sure, like the Life is Strange stuff. Like it's about weird powers and stuff. Yeah. Obviously, um, but it follows like these two kids, um, and it's really good. And it's really interesting. Uh, that's and, not like, the latest the decisions thing are like based between the two characters. Was that? That's not the latest thing they've made. Uh, Don't Nod made another extremely similar style of game called Tell Me Why. Um, oh, okay. Which is about these twins who are. I meant just in the Life of Strange series. Yeah. Because I mean. yeah, um, no. you've got Before the Storm, which is uh, the the friend. I can't remember her name now. Mm. Um, Mike's friend, and then there's which is like it's like a prequel, um, and then there's that one which is uh, after, and that one. Because there was like a short one episodic thing to like build up to Life is Strange Two, yeah, which is like Captain Amazing or something like yeah, that. I can't remember, like but it basically you played as like a little kid, yeah. and then I think the idea is like that storyline coincides with the storyline of Life is Strange Two, yeah, and it kind of just joins in. We but should... that was awesome, and we should definitely 
do like a playthrough where like one of us streams it or something. I was gonna say it might be an idea for a pictures without pictures. I know it's not a movie, but like games like that that are so narratively focused. Story based, story based games. Yeah, I mean it works. It's still hmm. story driven game. Like yeah, like something that's got like t- like Telltale game style of stuff as well. Yeah. It's worth mentioning uh, as well. Uh, the reason we don't do series and shows and stuff on pictures without pictures is because. I can't figure out a way to make it work because it would either have yeah, to be like we're just doing a single show for half a year or like on a weekly basis or we're binging an entire season in a week just to do a season roundup at, yeah. at the end of a week which is and not it's, healthy it's a lot to just round up as well like yeah. a lot can happen in a series why it's a series like because you can fit more in yeah. um, and to make a cohesive and thing in, a, in an hour won't work <laughs> <laughs> and it would be my absolute dream to do like a Game of Thrones rewatch podcast. I know that w- that would not be yeah. original, but I would fucking love to do it because I love that show, even the ending. And um... <laughs> I mean, it, it it would be a case of like, I think like it would be the former for sure. Like you, where you'd have to do it like for over, you'd have to do like episodically. Like yeah. you couldn't do it, and, like, or maybe like a couple episodes at most. Mm, I'd really like to do a deep dive on every episode is the thing though so oh yeah and sure. and you could say just run it alongside pictures without pictures but like this is already a fairly hefty time commitment per week that we yeah. enjoy doing I mean but in still, ha- right? I mean that's the thing as well though um because this is something that I wanted to do literally solo for a while and so we could literally do it and then but it's from my end instead and then I do all the busy work in between because you've already built the busy work of doing this stuff obviously it's not too crazy but i imagine oh, i would like to do that basically maybe we'll talk about it because uh i've sure. specifically built built a channel to do stuff like that as well and it'd yeah. be interesting to do so yeah yeah no we could, My, we could do something like that i was i was planning on doing it in like a more scripted sense as well though so yeah but anyway yeah oh, there's so many things like this is kind of getting away from movies and shows a bit but there's so many things that like whenever i'm consuming content now I'm always thinking about, like, and I think I speak about it in the wrong ways, because I always say about consuming content and creating content. Those are very business yeah. terms, um, but it's the only way yeah. I really know how to talk about it, but obviously... Well, like, it's, it's, it gets the point across, you know? Yeah. But, like, I'm always thinking about how to make content out of my experiences with other content. Like, I was just thinking about, like, you know the other day when I, I made some sort of reference to Darren Chan's Demon Arter books to you? And then I was yeah. like, oh, I fucking love that series. I spent, like, half an hour after that thinking about, if I were to, like, a read-through of that series, what would be the best way to talk about it? Would it be in thoughts on videos? Uh, or would it be in, like, written blog posts? Would I be doing one per chapter, one per book? Like, could I do a thing where I'm reading it? Would that, like... Would that be a copyright issue if I'm literally reading it and talking about it? Would that be a live stream thing? Like, I do um, this all the time. It's the same... I. I, I think in regards to that, if you're reading a book, it's the same as playing a game on stream. I would right. say you're use you you're using it, but you're also adding your voice to it as well, making it somewhat unique. That would be cool uh, if that is the way that's handled. But all I'm saying is is like uh, I'm constantly thinking about like how could I turn this into something creative that I could do. I fucking yeah. love that about my brain. There's I not mean, a lot of things about my brain yeah, that my, I love, but I love that. My brain's the same way as well for sure. 
my brain is exactly the same way before mm. because like you just get into thinking about something and then you start like ripping something apart of something like maybe a show or that and yeah. then you're like fuck I could like really don't make something out of this like my <laughs> ideas and stuff and put exactly. them out there and, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting and uh, yeah um, that's how Pictures Without Pictures came about I was like I think I've narrowed down the format of what would be a good way to talk about movies I want to do it with my friend and it would be great to do it in like a po- in a podcast format, but also like live streaming, so that like people in chat can talk if they want to, um, all this kind of thing. And uh, mm. yeah, it's just something I'm always thinking about. Like with the Pokemon games, uh, I was going to replay through Alpha Sapphire. I kind of put that aside while I was while the new Crown Tundra DLC released. But I was like, I'm just going to make this a thread full of screenshots because that's just I feel like the, I'm not making a a proper thing out of this, but I do want to talk about it. It's always in my brain of yeah. what level of effort do I want to put into talking about this thing. Um, and it, it's cool, it's cool way to be. Um, but I know some people probably couldn't stand that. They're like, I just, I don't want to talk about every single thing I watch or read or something like that. Because that's the thing as well, like, these aren't necessarily reviews, like, from a critical standpoint. We talk about what movies do right and wrong and all that as well but mostly it's just our impressions like how we felt about it what it did for us stuff like that i think there's a small difference there like we're not just going oh yeah i'd give this movie a a seven out of ten because of uh well you see but that's not the point of this content for sure our point of this content is to purely be like hey we like this we don't like this yeah the point of this this podcast is to be able to say God, I I jumped so bad during that movie, and you're like, oh, I thought it was really bad at doing horror. <laughs> and it's like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Ugh. Can I? Oh my god. Can I just say, like, my my sound wave of me laughing is really pleasant to look at. Free <laughs> <laughs> It's really pleasant to look at. That's really cool. <sighs> um. But yeah, uh, I had an, I had a, an idea for doing stuff about like um, because I made I haven't I haven't fully uh, like put it out there yet on any of my stuff that I do. But I made uh, a follow up account on YouTube, like another account to do like more like stuff that I wanted to do. Called I called it uh, Passionate Being, um, and uh, the idea of it was I was gonna talk about stuff I really like or like a show I really like or whatever, and like talk about it in like a scripted manner. But then at the end, have it as like a the gushing minute or something, where I just go on about all the cool shit I really like and just rant and rant and rant for like a full minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just reminded me that my gateway into this kind of content was one day I, I just, I was <laughs> World of Warcraft, of course. I was, uh, I was just, I think I just spent ages reading up on World of Warcraft lore, and I was just so gushy about it i was like i've got to record something and it's still on my channel i believe you can look it up um if you go to my channel and search for the world of warcraft ramble or i forget what i even called it but it's just this 15 minute video of me rambling about why i love world of warcraft lore so much and it wasn't part of any established series i'd been making i don't think i'd even started editing videos and uploading them beyond that point the weekly deathmatch may not have even started by then um but i was just like Uh, yeah I did. It, I just felt like doing it, and I did it, and it got a decent response too, for my standards. And I remember looking back on that like a few months later and being like, I should probably do more of that because <laughs> it was fun. And yeah, I, it's, it's like that. Um, 
that video that I showed you where it was like the what was it like the full complete history of WoW or something? But it was yeah. like hyper condensed. Yeah, and it was really fun video. I feel like like making videos like that would be super fun for sure, because mm. um, it's informative and it's done in a way which you'll remember it as well because it's funny. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah was I, I'd love I'd love to do something like that, maybe like Destiny Two or something. Yeah, because Destiny Two lore fucking fascinates me. <laughs> I like some of it. Other parts of it can hang. <laughs> yeah, um, so that's the point. Have you seen Have you seen the uh, the trailer? For the new story stuff for the I uh Aramis. No, I haven't really, um, I haven't really touched any Destiny stuff in They have spooky stasis powers as well. So I'm prepared to get frozen a lot in, <laughs> in oh. strikes, I guess, and oh, raids. Can't wait. <laughs> um, as well as Crucible and everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> so, Reese, to uh go back to more movie stuff, what movies are coming out soon that you're excited about? God. Um, see, I'm I'm not sure in terms of movie. You know, what, I'll look up. I'll look up what movies are coming out. That's a good idea. Soon, because I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Well, I can tell you um, one while we search. Um, I what? sent it to you the other day. I saw this trailer for a movie. This isn't necessarily one that I think will be good. First of all, before I even say the name, but there is a movie called Freaky, and it oh, is. Oh yeah. It is. Um, if you've ever seen the movie Freaky Friday, they basically mixed that with. Uh, a movie like Friday the 13th and they didn't call it Freaky Friday the 13th and I'm very upset even though it was probably a copyright issue I'm still very upset about it um, but still it looks really bad <laughs> and I'm excited to see how bad it is basically um, it's about um, this this uh, like middle aged man who's the murderer uh, he kills this teenage girl in a very horror tropey kind of a way but then they, they swap bodies and like she has to convince her friends in the body of a murderer that about what's happened and to stay away from the murderer who's in her body. Um, I didn't even see this trailer with sound. I literally saw it with subtitles on because I was in the break room at work. But I was just like, this looks like a silly movie. Um, <laughs> and this is when I'm like, oh, you know, haha, movies are fun. And then I find out it treats like, I don't know, some issues really badly and then we can never talk about it on here again. <laughs> <coughs> oh my god, we can talk about the Monster Hunter trailer as well, friend. Yes, we can talk about that. Uh, but first, uh, I'll just finish up what I'm saying here. Uh, with this, so because that will include. So I think the next film I'm probably excited for is probably Morbius because I'm really mm -hmm. interested in how they're going to do that. Yeah. Um, it's going to be really interesting because that's definitely a villain that's not been explored and probably one of the more interesting Spider-Man villains as well. Yeah. Um, is that okay? Is that start, an MCU movie or is that more the? Um sony side of things i'm not sure I, it sounds like it would be a movie that's more sony side it does sound it's it does sound like it's more sony side but let's have a look. it doesn't it's... look too bad um unless like i don't know like it, it depends on how they're doing it now because i feel like they're being a bit weird about it all for sure um but yeah there's that one there's also a lot of good horror movies coming out uh next year as well <laughs> quiet place 2 Specifically, I'm very interested in watching. Um, mm. uh, but yeah, a lot of a lot of like obviously the new MCU stuff is coming out next year as well. Uh, December next year will be uh, Spider-Man. Um, they've also got Black Widow, uh, Shang Chi, and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, also Venom Two as well. Uh, Let there be carnage. 
But obviously that's not really MCU, it's just, you know, Sony. Hey friend, I, yeah, I right. haven't yeah. I haven't come up with an answer as to whether it's the Sony side of things or not, but I have found out that Matt Smith is in this film and there's some trivia here. <laughs> um Matt Smith joined the film after previously turning down other superhero film roles. Um but he he, he basically decided to do Morbius because of A the director's involvement, but also B encouragement from Karen Gillan, um who's Nebula oh, but she no was way. Also... Oh, that's... <laughs> I know, that makes me so happy. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Holy crap. Oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> oh, because I'm talking about Smith part in Doctor Who now as well. So mm-hmm. Yeah, Reese has oh, been watching Doctor Who recently with Molly, which is, it's been making me extremely happy because Doctor Who is a very important part of my show watching life. Um, up there with some of the most important pieces of fiction, really, that I've read. Uh, and uh, the fact that he's really watching through it at the minute makes me very happy. I keep asking for updates. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I've not been watching too much at the minute. Yeah, uh, just because obviously we, me and Molly have been busy. Um, we're watching it together. Um, You're at the Peace Capaldi era. Yeah. It's fine. We understand. Yeah, but we're in Peace Capaldi now. Um, <laughs> what was the last episode I watched? Last episode I watched was Robin Hood. Yeah, that's the that's the last one I watched. I I need to keep watching. I'm on a really slow rewatch. I watch about an episode every four months. (laughs) 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 I keep forgetting that I'm rewatching it, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I should watch another episode. Um, But yeah, I feel like I didn't do Peter Capaldi's run in Doctor Who justice at the time. I was extremely critical of the episodes because I read the subreddit a lot, and the subreddit was very critical of the episodes. And now I just. I just go for flow and enjoy the episodes for what they are instead of being like, "Duh, this contradicts something else in the law." Um, so that's my that's my redditor impersonation, by the way. And uh, yeah, now I'm just like, you know what? If it's a fun episode, I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy the ride. That being said, there are some real stinkers in the Capaldi era, so um, looking mm. forward to you reaching those and us talking <laughs> about them. But I I don't remember a lot of episodes in Capaldi's era, so I need to get back to watching those. I'll probably do that later, actually, because I've since I finished Legend of Korra, I have not found a new show yet. I'm I'm just kind of like, I'm in that you know that mode after you finish watching a really good show where you're just kind of like, oh, it's over. <laughs> That's where I am right now. It's like you can't really pick up anything else because you're just sad that mm. it's over. Um, going back to the um, <laughs> going back to the uh, the Moon Knight thing we were talking about. So I was looking through Twitter at the minute because yeah. uh, there's a bunch of news about Spider-Man Three as well. well not a bunch, but it's news. Um, and someone put a frame up from the comic uh, of Moon Knight saying, "Do this scene, or I'm not watching." And it's just the scene where he's walking down the stairs and says, "I know you're here, Dracula, you big fucking nerd. Where's my goddamn money?" <laughs> I'm guessing that's been photoshopped. <laughs> <coughs> oh. I don't know. So I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure I've ever seen them drop an F-bomb in comics, in Marvel comics, but I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Um, I mean, it is Moon Knight, it might be specifically. Maybe. You know. um, so, going back to that Monster Hunter trailer, Reese, how, how are you feeling about the Monster Hunter trailer? Uh, I hate it, uh, <laughs> and art is dead. Um, <laughs> you know what everyone loves about the Monster Hunter series? The US military. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I have a, uh, I have a I think my f- Hang on, let me confirm it. Carry on talking for a second. Um, but I think my I think my favourite tweet I saw about that was... Um, on, let me see if I can find it, actually. But basically, it was... Someone had made a meme out of it where it was like... Um, they had basically said... Uh, fucking... 
they, they, that um, it was basically uh, ruining fantasy by trying to glorify the US military hmm. um, I think was the point and let me see if I can find it find the exact tweet so I can uh, really quote it okay um, so so it's partially uh, partially produced by Tencent Pictures which tells you everything you need to know <laughs> there, there we go there it is <laughs> I, I was looking to see if it was uh, being directed by um, Michael Bay, because he has a history of turning uh, old IPs into boring mainstream explosive things, and I think this would fit the bill, but no, it's directed by someone called Paul W.S. Anderson, who, actually, now that I think about it, uh, we did talk about this already, because he had that whole controversy about, um, because of shitty work environments beneath him, uh, someone's stunt double lost their arm or something. Yeah, Mia um, Jokovic's stunt double lost her arm, yeah. He, and he's he's not really taking responsibility for it, as far as I understand. So He's an asshole. He's basic, he, makes people, he makes actors do shit that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he just doesn't care about their well-being or anything. And uh, yeah, Harvard. so not, not supporting it for that reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I found the tweet. Um, it's just, franchise exists. Hollywood. What if it was American military propaganda? Um, so yeah. <laughs> who who penned that tweet for the record? Uh, at at uh, Dak Dread. Go follow them for more fun tweets. D a k d r e a d. We do not steal okay. tweets here on this podcast. Are you excited for Black Widow, which definitely also has its own fair share of controversy? <laughs> oh, tell me the controversy on that one. I haven't heard of that one. Oh uh, well, it's not so much the movie. It's just. People have issues with ScarJo, don't they? Um, I'm not well-versed enough to necessarily know all the ins and outs about it and talk about it. I just know that uh, she's problematic because she played a character which was not supposed to be white. Uh, and then I think she's done uh, something yes. else as well. Um, but I've just discovered that Black Widow, the soundtrack, is composed by Lorne Balfe, so that's a good thing. <laughs> I recognise that name. She's done some really good yeah, stuff. Yeah, uh, you're talking about uh, the Ghost in the Shell live action, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I I don't know yeah. enough about it to really talk about it. I just know that. Um, yeah, it's weird. Because um, so. I've heard I've heard interesting takes from like both sides with that. Um because it's because I think the the entire idea of the Ghost in the Shell is that um, everything about your body has changed. It's just what remains is effectively your soul. Like mm. so, Ghost in the Shell is what the title is. Um, and I think the idea is is that they're basically making it as if like, hey, this maybe was an Asian woman at some point, but she's changed so much, she doesn't look Asian anymore. Mm. Um, which I thought was an interesting take. But then again, it could also be you know technically that should be an Asian woman because you know it's an Asian movie. Um, set, you know, obviously where it's set. So, but it's, it's it's such a strange thing because of the context of the the anime and stuff that it's come from. Constant source, source material. Yeah, is Ghost in the yeah. Shell a cyberpunk setting by any chance? Yes, I believe so. This is something that cyberpunk fiction struggles with a lot. There was a little, there was something a little bit like that in there was ah, oh, what was it? There was a series that came to Netflix which was cyberpunk, um, and mm. it was about people swapping bodies and stuff and I didn't really see any controversy about it I just know that someone I talked to brought it up how uh, it was kind of interesting how the protagonist used to be an Asian man and then he was put into a white man's body um, and that's never really addressed um, oh well, I know exactly what you're on about yeah you're on 
I know I watched like the first episode of that and think too much of it. Um, yeah, I, I saw exactly about half about. the series. I can't series. remember the show. I thought it, I thought it I can't remember good. what it's called, but it was all right. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I, I know then, what you mean. Yeah, because the dude's Asian and then he wakes up as a white dude. Yeah. Yeah, and then as we know, Cyberpunk 2077 has its own issues. Uh, it's a video game that's coming out Weird. soon. Uh, not taking transgender yeah. stuff seriously and all that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think people don't quite understand the cyberpunk setting and what it's really supposed to be talking about. Mm -hmm. I mean, another example of this is I tweeted this morning about how I keep getting these advertisements for Google Stadia, and one of the lines in that advert, uh, if I can find my tweet, party like a cyberpunk. And Mm -hmm. my my tweet, this this tweet came from at Critigri, who you can follow at twitter.com slash Critigri. Party like a cyberpunk, says Google, missing the point where cyberpunk is about a dystopian future where mega corporations like Google have gained absolute power and are running the world into the ground. Party, party, party by Stadia. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it just seems a Sorry. bit off, off key to me. It seems a bit like they're missing I mean, the point of it a bit. But I'm it just, not seem, it just seems like Google's a bit off key a lot lately, to be honest, <laughs> with the fucking shit that the guy from Stadia, the yeah. guy working on Stadia stuff, with oh, his yeah. fucking hot take. About Twitch DMCA take cut. Yeah. Yeah. We found out the reason why you have to pay a subscription to buy the games uh, that you have to purchase on Google Stadia. Uh, It's because they have extremely archaic views on streaming media. (laughs) Um, And that's, that's, yeah. Anyway, that's an issue for a whole different podcast. Uh, Other upcoming Mm -hmm. films, Reese. Um, according Hello, to thing? this, other upcoming films, according to this quick Google search, um, looks like a horror movie called Come Play, um, something called right. Let Him Go, something called right. Soul, which I'm assuming is about the genre of music. Um, that could be interesting. There's a new The Crudes coming out. My stepsister will be very excited. She loves The Crudes. Yeah, so I've heard. There's a yeah. Ryan Reynolds movie coming. Is that Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, Free, Free Guy. guy. It's be like about. a video gamey kind of thing. I think the idea is that they're NPCs. Uh, he, oh, he an that NPC sounds potentially interesting. And then he gains the ability to actually play the game and see like the game as it is. Um, and then it's a whole thing. It looks interesting. It looks like a lot of fun. Every time uh, it's a movie also got like that um, Steve out. from Stranger Things as well. Oh, cool. Every time a movie like that comes out with a premise, I'm like, oh, that sounds fun. I should watch that. And then as I always do with movies, I leave it too late. And then I just hear from everyone, yeah, it wasn't very good. <laughs> so I'm hoping it's not one of those. Uh, I mean, it's got it Ryan like Reynolds. Fun. He likes he likes games. Yeah. So maybe. I mean, I know yeah, he's not a director, but well, maybe he is. Who knows? Let's he, have a look. Yeah, he, he typically adds a lot of fun to movies, though. Like, sure, uh, God, I watched, I watched a movie with Molly back along. Um which was it's just a romance movie basically with him in okay. and uh it's the whole like idea of he's a fat nerd who runs away and goes i'll show you and then comes back as a really successful hot dude um but the, the joke is he's a piece of shit basically and he thinks like he can basically win back his uh his uh high school sweetheart um but she doesn't want to be with that kind of guy because she likes sick guy um and it becomes a whole thing it's kind of dumb all right um, yeah, he makes that movie a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> according, according to the cast, Ryan Reynolds plays a character called Guy. Uh, yeah. Which, as I'm saying it out loud, I just remembered that guy is an actual name. So, well done me. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Jack Septicai is in this, or Septicai, or however you say uh, his name. Yes, uh, I I believe a few YouTubers got asked to be in it, uh, including uh, Voice Critical and 
yeah, don't skip guy. I think someone else got it as well. I can't remember. Also, Taika Waititi plays a character in it, so that's that's always a good sign. I do like some Taika Waititi. If I'm seeing his name mm. correctly, I mm. hope so. Uh, so, other upcoming movies. There's a movie called Coming to America, which doesn't even have a movie poster, which is interesting. Death on the Nile. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Here we go. I'm very excited for that movie. DC movies. I know. Listen, listen, listen. I know DC superhero movies aren't MCU movies, but um, as I'm as I alluded to earlier when I'm talking about Doctor Who. I've really tried to step back from being hypercritical about things and getting really annoyed about flaws and things, at least when it comes to movies and shows. Um, so yeah. I I really enjoyed Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman. Um, I enjoyed Man of Steel as well. Um, oh, I can't wait to do that movie on here. Um, but Justice League, I, mean, I remember... It was a bit too... I remember uh, walking away from Justice League not very happy. Um, no, or, Justice League was a bit... Yeah. But I do want to watch it again because some of my friends who also are like me and not being hypercritical about movies but just trying to enjoy them for what they are said that they had fun with it so maybe it just didn't hit right at the time and maybe I'll enjoy it more if I watch it again. It's been a long time. I don't remember most of the movie. Um, mm. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, there's, there's already so many issues I could talk about regarding DC movies but typically... Uh, they do throw out some really good stuff when it just focuses on a single character, like Wonder Woman. That was a great movie. Um, it wasn't amazing, but it was a great movie. Um, I'm looking forward to Wonder Woman 84 for the same reasons. Uh, so yeah, I'm happy happy that that's coming out. Uh, I forgot about yeah. Marvel's The Eternals. That's coming out too. I'm just yeah, going to skip over the ones I don't remember. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, I I still need to go back and like watch like new when that comes out if it hasn't already. Has it even had a got, um, Macy Williams in it. Yeah, it's a trailer. Oh, I don't think I've new seen Mutants this. Because um, I believe New Mutants is supposed to be... Uh, they're in, like, a sanitarium kind of place. Um, and they're either trying to deal with their powers in some way or something. And I believe they get attacked. I, I think the, the original storyline is they get attacked by... Um, uh, fucking... Some villain or something, I can't remember. We still talk about yeah, the Eternals? Yeah. Macy Williams is in it. No. Oh. I was talking about New Mutants. I oh. did say New Mutants like twice. Um, but yeah. Wait, there's a movie but Eternals about is a, I don't know if it was a series or a movie. I can't remember. It's hard to tell with all the fucking MCU stuff New coming Mutants out. Um, oh, this already came out. Oh, I remember seeing a trailer yeah. for this, actually. I know what you're on about now. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, but Eternals is like pre-MCU, oh, effectively. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm interested uh, with. The synopsis, yeah. at least as far as Google is concerned, just says uh, the saga of the Eternals, a race of immortal beings who lived on Earth and shaped its history and civilizations. Mm -hmm. That sounds potentially really cool. Yeah. Um, so it yeah. Sounds like some wild Titan shit. <laughs> also, Shang-Chi and the Legend of... I don't know if I said that right. Uh, the Legend I've of never Titans. heard of that from the MCU. Never it's, heard of it. It's, uh, it's an aspect of... I think uh, it's supposed to be like a, it's like a martial Strange artist. Stuff, uh, I think. Is it not? Mm. Is it not the Doctor Strange stuff? No? I don't think so. Oh. No, I'm aware. But I know it's supposed to be like martial arts and stuff. <coughs> oh, I'm completely wrong. I was thinking of something else. Okay. Okay, well, this looks potentially cool as well. Looking forward to this one coming yeah, up. Yeah, it would be more of a martial artist movie, that, that one. But can't fault a good martial artist movie, for sure. They're always fun to watch, just because of the... Um, especially when they go fully into 
the actual like fighting because it's really interesting to see how those work because it's not just dudes hitting each other it's dudes um hitting each other in very different ways we should um, watch some martial arts movies on this podcast we should uh we should and then we'll watch kung fu hustler because that's like a parody uh martial arts movie but also has some really good martial arts <laughs> i mean i've seen arts. i've seen kung fu panda and that was a really good movie does that count <laughs> that's got really good martial art that's got really good like martial artist stuff in it as well it's uh yeah it's got some really good kung fu in it i remember actual that, kung fu i remember that um i must have been about 18 or so i was staying at my sister's and um kung fu 2 was on and uh, kung fu panda 2 and mm. Um, I think she was out, and I just watched Kung Fu Panda 2 by myself. I just remember sitting there the entire time thinking, this movie's way better than I thought it would be. I'm it really is. enjoying this movie. Kung Fu Panda movies are brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't watched the third one. I really need to watch the third one. But they're really good movies. Uh, the first and the second. Because we recently watched the second one not too long ago. Yeah. Um, I don't think I even enjoyed yeah, it properly, because uh, I spent too long considering the fact that I am... Why am I enjoying this so much? <laughs> it's a really good, it's a good movie. Yeah. It's a very good movie. It's got a good, it's got a good pretense, and it's got good stuff, and the story flows really well. Fall mm. of the hero, and then the rise of the hero. It's it's brilliant. Mm. It's fantastic. Um, but what's, uh, what's Raya and the Last Dragon? What is this? Oh, is it an animated movie? But yeah, I was just gonna say, hey, um, one of the things with like martial art movies as well is Karate Kid's kind of crap when it comes to actual like karate. Mm. It's a bit boring if you try to watch it as a as like a a karate movie because there's not much karate in it at all. Um, but yeah, Kung Fu Hustle is really dumb, but it's really fun though, and it's got some uh, really good uh, fight choreography in it. Yeah. Also, Bulletproof Monk. Bulletproof Monk is another one as well. It's quite cool. That one's a bit weird though. Um, so what? Did someone just smash Iron Fist and Luke Cage together, or what? <laughs> <laughs> I sorry. I just looked up Ray and the Last Dragon because it's an upcoming movie I know nothing about. And one of the first articles is about it. Says Ray and the Last Dragon is practically a legend of horror movie. I'm in. <laughs> I don't know if that's meant to be a good thing Fair or enough. a bad thing, but I'm in. Um. Yeah. Another one's Ong Back. That's a good one. It's about Buddhism and stuff. Pretty good. Hmm. There's also got some. Uh, it's uh, like a small village there. Buddha's head stolen, just as an example, and then he basically goes after him. Oh, interesting. Um, but the whole pretense is like he gets he he's he learns how to use uh, martial art. I can't remember what the martial art is, um, but he's taught how to use it. And then when once he like fully learns it, he's like, okay, I'll never use this. It's like, mm. all right. But then, and then like for a good portion of the movie, he doesn't. But then he ends up in like a very sort of seedy area yeah. of um, I can't remember specifically where it is. Um, and then basically ends up in sort of like a fight club <laughs> accidentally. Um, and then this dude's like, hey, uh, you should probably fight him because he's not letting you go. And then, yeah, and then they fight. And it's got some amazing fighting choreography in it. But there is a really dumb part. There's a chase scene in it, which it does action replays <laughs> during the movie and it kind of <laughs> ruins it a bit. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds weird. But aside from that, it's a good movie. It's, it's a brilliant movie for like uh, watching uh, fight choreography. It's beautiful speaking of fight choreography if you do watch um avatar stuff you'll enjoy how all of the different types of bending have their own kind of yes. fight choreography yes festival. i've been told about that yeah yeah i've been told really about cool. that as well which i think is really cool it's definitely it's very... fun to watch it's funny as well because i'm i'm guilty of really enjoying over the top shonen anime fight battles 
and this very much mm. isn't that. It's very well thought out, yeah. measured. Like nobody mm. at any point in either of the series um, gets really I angry think... and therefore more powerful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that mm. shonen trope of I'm what, so like, angry. More like uh, fucking My Hero Academia. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more of Bleach. Someone... But... Yeah, My Hero Academia is pretty so, uh, pretty big for that as well. But the whole. What I like about My Hero Academia, though, is it does that, but also makes it a very realistic thing in a fight. Fights don't last for a very long time. It's mm. like a few hits, and then the fight's over. Yeah, It's a lot more realistic. <laughs> um, and, like, characters dodging each other constantly, and then they land a few good hits. Like, honestly, finish watching Season 3, if you haven't already, because there are some... Probably the best fight scenes in that show so far are in Season 3. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, because he fights redacted and uh he also fights redacted oh wow, and then these other wait. characters and this other character called redacted also fights some cool people and he is the best redacted um <laughs> but yeah. a lot of ex-youtubers in that series huh uh but yeah because uh, yeah they introduce um because at the i think it's at the end of season two they were they introduced the top three of the school um, and show them like this is like the peak of what you can become in the school, um, and their their name their superhero names are kind of cool as well. Um, and then in the next one, it like goes into more of their stuff and like does their story. And holy shit, the character roster grows so much more in season three, and it's still really interesting. Nice, because season three goes into a lot more of the societal stuff and like mm. the. Um, like the tiers of heroes and stuff, so you meet a lot more of the top tier heroes, um, and stuff like that. I'm trying to remember if season two, end of season two, is like the big. God, I'm trying to remember now. God, I, I might have to look. So I can't remember if there's three or four seasons out, but uh, yeah, very good, very good show. And yeah, the, the, I just love the fights are all very, very like big. They're a big deal. While we're talking um, about anime, I should mention that um, one of the things I go back and forth on when it comes to this podcast is um, there was a live action movie for Bleach and I have not seen it and I am someone who right. loves Bleach um, and I am very back and forth on whether to choose that movie as the movie of the week because I if it's if it's a good movie but you know what I mean like good movie comma but then I'm not sure mm. I want that to be your first real taste of Bleach not that was a really bad right, way of saying but, it. <laughs> but right, like, but the, the way they do these live-action movies, they do them in a way where you can just watch them without having any knowledge of the context. I know, I know, I know. Material. But, like, but, I don't know. Like, <laughs> also, I do have a basic understanding of what Bleach is as well, like, and the yeah. idea sort of around it. I've just never sat down and watched it through. Yeah, I, I basically completely forgot that the live-action movie existed, and, and that... I f- some friends, or I guess a friend, a single friend who saw that movie who has also seen the anime, uh, whose opinion that I trust said to me that it was good. I was like, oh, I just kind of assumed it wouldn't be. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently it's good. Um, so I, I should probably see that movie at some point. I don't know if we should do it on a podcast or not, though. Um, can do it at some point. Yeah, Why true. not? If we're. If we're uh, I mean, I will certainly have things to do. a lot of extra information about the original show to bring. Also, another point about anime and movies and stuff like that I've very much been getting back into Pokemon these last few weeks and um, mm-hmm. I keep going back and forth uh, on, uh, apparently I keep going back and forth on a lot of things, I like to play tennis now in my brain, um, but I I can't decide whether I want to try and get into the Pokemon anime because I'm at one point I'm like, 
Uh, you get to see lots more about the actual Pokemon, lots more like fun little stories about what they're actually like in, in that world. Uh, you get to see the cities in greater detail, all this kind of thing. But then on the other hand, I'm like, oh yeah, but also because it's really aimed at kids, there's like zero character development yeah. over tens and tens of seasons. Um, it but, is purely, it is built to be for kids for sure. Like, but, it's not something to digest as an yeah. older. But like, I keep wanting to see the movies because um, there's always all this marketing. Whenever there's a new legendary Pokemon, there's usually a movie that comes after it. Well, not always, but like a lot of the movies are centered around legendary Pokemon. I'm always like, oh man, I should see that movie to learn more, to have more of a connection with that Pokemon in the actual game, you know. Um, but um, I don't know whether that'd be a good idea to do without watching the anime or whatever. But basically, all this is leading up to me saying um, a very famous movie is the very first Pokemon movie. And they remade that recently. And um, I'm always like, should we do that on this show? Or should we watch the original? Or should one of us watch the original and one of us watch the remade version? You know, like, I'm always wondering about that kind of thing. Because people say, ah, oh, the remade version doesn't capture the spirit of the original. But um, if I know my Reddit, uh, that could just very well be people... Uh, seen the original through rose-tinted glasses. It, to the best of my understanding, it's the same movie, it's just animated differently, and maybe rough redone voice acting as well, I'm not so sure about that. Um, I don't think they change any of the plot or anything like that, I would have to look that up first, but then that would be spoilers, so if anyone knows, just let me know. Uh, but I'm always wondering about whether we should do that movie too. Because mm -hmm. um, I do like me some Pokemon. One movie we definitely do need to do is Detective Pikachu. Because I yes. want to see me some Bulbasaur. Detective Pikachu is a great movie. Holy shit! <laughs> oh, I want to do Detective Pikachu. It looks really good. Is that even it's on got, Netflix? Um, obviously, it's got Ryan. It's yeah. got uh, Justice in it as well. It's very movies, and he's actually quite good in it. I know I would like the movie, but it's not on Netflix. No, no. It only came out like a year or so. Yeah. And probably made like a shit ton of money because, <laughs> dude, everything Pokemon makes Pokemon. a shit ton of money. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's like the I, I I've uh, I think Game Rob was talking about it not too long ago, but um, it's something I knew about uh, from before then as well. Is the whole like highest grossing like uh, IPs? Yeah, I didn't and, know like, it was Pokemon quite is, as high like, as it is number one. <laughs> I didn't know it was quite that yeah. high, but I think it was like number two or three or something. But yeah. I yeah, didn't know it. But Hello Kitty's up there as well, yeah, which yeah. I thought was. Yeah. Um, the thing that uh, the thing that gets me with Pokemon is they did this series a while back on their YouTube channel. Um, I forget what it was called because mm. they have lots of animated one-offs on their YouTube channel. Um, but basically, it was a series where they just animated like the biggest, most important battles in the games, basically in the story of the games, as if it was part mm. of an an like part of a greater show. And those, yeah. I'm gonna rewatch them soon. But those are fucking fantastic uh, shorts. <laughs> um, like it gets really like shonen at points, and they're like eight minutes long each as well, uh, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And for some of them, because I haven't played for all the Pokemon games, it makes me want to play them. I'm like, holy shit, what happens in Pokemon Black and White that we get to this point in the storyline, you know? Um, but more than that, it just makes me wish there was a separate Pokemon anime which actually had character development. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> Um, but I'm going down a rabbit hole again. I should just call but this podcast. But it's, it, it's, it's a case of, like, it's the same as, like, Nintendo thing as well. 
mm. trying to cater to kids. Yeah. Like, to I don't them blame them. Like, you should definitely have shows for kids, well, and I think Pokemon's great for kids. I just wish that there was also something a little bit, like, just I, not, like, super mature, is, but just, like, young adult where everyone can enjoy it, like Avatar. Um, the, where it this has. is why I think that, like, MCU and stuff is, especially is so smart in what they're doing. Because they're building it in a way where both sides can enjoy it so that they get exactly. a much greater audience in as well. Plus, they also have their darker shows as well as their not-so-dark shows. Mm. So I think it's really interesting how they've done it, and they've basically shown, like, it can be done. You can cater to both without, you know, try, without either overdoing it or not doing it enough, the audiences. Yeah. And it's one of the reasons why those films work and why they're so popular um, aside from people just liking superheroes, I guess. But, um, and it's, I think it's one of those things, that, I mean, Nintendo's a lot better for right now, for sure. Um, but they used to be very much like, no, we can't have this, that, and the other. Um, and then obviously that probably changed around the time they started being like, oh, Bayonetta 2 is a, a Wii U exclusive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was um, like, oh, you mean the lady that literally becomes naked when she attacks? Okay. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo were extremely protective of, uh, of their child audience for a long time but i think they finally realized that, that it's it's um like a single console doesn't have to have an age demographic it's the games within yeah. the capability of that console that do and they've they finally kind of like, it. they've made a lot of mistakes like that as well like of like forcing the hardware mm. obviously with the with the content as well being like no it needs to be this kind of content um but with the switch like they kind of turned all that around for sure like mm -hmm. the switch was a, almost like an entirely new experience and um a new breath of life into them completely like but i imagine like made their stuff, stuff skyrocket wild. again because i imagine yeah, i imagine it was starting to fall apart a bit and look yeah. a bit dire um yeah they really needed like, the switch to succeed and it yeah. really succeeded. if the switch didn't work we'd probably be looking at a, them going the Sega route? A situation, yeah, like Sega route, or maybe even like selling off the stuff like Mark did back in like 90. Mm, yeah. But, um. But, like, with, but, with, with a franchise like Pokemon, though, are you really ever gonna be like that strapped? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you've got a billion dollar IP. Yeah, they'd probably just make their own Pokemon systems. <laughs> exactly. They would, exactly, Although, they would just adapt and become. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that uh, the, the real money-making side of Pokemon is more to do with the animes, uh, animes with the anime and the toy-making side of it than the games. For sure, specifically. yeah, because yeah. all the all the stuff is similar to kids. For sure, mm -hmm. the games are just there to you know, you know, to, to keep it going for the original lot. You know, um, <laughs> well, it, I think it was but... a trading card game before anything else. I might be wrong, but I'm. Mm -hmm. that, that's entirely possible. I mean, trading card stuff was, was a big deal back back in the day. Um, but I'm just trying to remember. So I, I, I think one of the most interesting things I've ever heard about Nintendo, because this was this was back in the Wii U era, is that they pretty much had cornered the market on home game systems, not a specific demographic, just a game system you have in a home that a family would play on with like mm. the Wii and stuff. And then they, the Wii U came out and they kind of just ruined it and they pushed the hardware so hard that they just didn't have the games, didn't have the people like wanting to work on the games because they had to so aggressively stick to the hardware and make the hardware work along with it which was the hardware was shit let's be honest mm. um and they basically said about how they had it cornered and yet they were just squandering it and allowing these other people to run away with it i mean fuck i mean xbox uh, tried to do 
um, with with their Xbox One, they tried to do like a, a home console <laughs> thing with it. Yeah. But they did it wrong because yeah. that's not what they've done for years. They, that's not what they know. Um, and it definitely feels like they were trying to. They saw like the the failure of the Wii U and were like, this is somewhere we could definitely market to now of like being like a home console for families rather than, oh, this is a cool game, you should buy it for this game. Mm. Um, and it became more of a like this is a system that you'll want in your house that will make things interesting and fun for your family and it will help you in your day to day life and stuff. And it's like, well, no, Xboxes and Playstations will always sell the games that are on. Yeah. Um, less so now because of obviously what they're doing with these things and obviously with the Game Pass stuff and how they're marketing it which Xbox are doing a fucking amazing job doing um, honestly like uh, and like the the way they've I think Xbox has definitely learned a lot for sure based on all of that um, and it's the same it's the same with Nintendo as well Nintendo learned a lot from their failings um, which is why they're prospering so much now and I honestly think it will be Xbox's turn once the uh, new consoles drop. I honestly yeah. think Xbox is going to destroy PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, uh, um, before we go... Not by too much. But. Too much further down this rabbit hole. Um, I will just quickly say that um, the game did come first before the trading card game I looked it up. But also, yeah. this, is I, why, I would, yeah. this is why we could very easily do a video game podcast. I actually wanted um, I wanted us to do a movie podcast because I think it would be more challenging. But me and Reese, we could talk about video games for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> Like we, we... I, th- I think we're at a point now where we understand like we, we we're starting to slowly understand it because we're kind of like trying to pay attention to it it's because we're so awesome, or like dude. we're more interested in how it works yeah no definitely um and i i, I just think it's interesting like because you think of it this way it's just an int- like a lot of games are just interactive movies if they're done right well yeah like, it depends <laughs> it, it, well it, I mean in terms of like story I mean like it, it, making it interesting enough to keep your attention while well, also like playing games aren't always about stuff, story you know? though I, I, I think for sure I, I think I disagree I think games are their own medium they don't need to be like yeah it's a version of a movie but you're controlling there, there is there is there is a section of games that will bleed into yeah. that for sure yeah but as a whole yeah games games are an experience a very different experience sorry whether it's you know whether it's pure like, like I mean challenge there's obviously fun there's fucking I mean, all sorts there's uh, like putting yourself in that situation you know escapism like and all the that original lot. selling point of games right it's like it's like TV but you control what happens on the screen yeah A miracle like, <laughs> this is you yeah like it, it's one of those things as well as like uh, living vicariously through through characters you make and stuff as well. Um, and mm-hmm. being able to make a character so perfectly, which is why WoW's, what the WoW stuff they obviously put on the pre-patch with the changes to characters. I mean, that road comes, thing. comes all the way back from D&D more than anything else, but yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think, D- yeah, D&D is the original kind of thing for that, which is why D&D is so fun as well. Yeah. You can make a character however you want, oh. and it doesn't matter. It just fits. It works in the game. It just fits. And the more, the less lenient you are, um... It, the more fun it is, uh, for sure. Tonight on a very special episode of Pokemon, Ash Ketchum fucking dies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just thinking that was just a, a, a thing left behind in my brain from like twenty minutes ago when we were talking about Radar a more mature version, <laughs> a more mature version of yeah. Pokemon. Rated M, for, <laughs> rated M for Ash Ketchum fucking dies. Um, so Reese, what, what, what? 
we are a movie podcast. We should probably do movies. What movie are we going to be watching next week? Because my choice didn't exactly work out. Let me look at the list. <laughs> my choice did list. not work out. Let me look at the list. Uh, are we going to do so another horror movie? Because we only did one horror. Or are we going to... I guess, gonna... but it's, it's going to be November by the time yeah, the next one I kind of feel like doing something brighter. This, this movie... <sighs> it's a bit more exciting. A, night, a Nightmare on Elm Street, the 2010 version, really just kind of pissed me off <laughs> more yeah, than anything. Yeah. I'd like something that's just fun. Uh, do do not watch that movie. <laughs> I don't know if people are going to think I'm <laughs> overreacting, by the way, because I did have a peek at the reviews and hardly anyone mentioned the fact that it took the turn it did with that character, but, like, yeah. No. <laughs> that's just my... Like I mean, if you're going to explore themes like that, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying you should do it in more of a like sensitive way. He was. I, yeah. I'm not going to go into the details, but like, oh, he was literally bragging about stuff, and yeah, no, just just no, just bad movie. Bad. I was. I saw. I gl- uh, I glimpsed the review scores for that movie as well, and they were super low. And I was like halfway through the movie, I was like. I wonder why the review scores are so low. This is actually a pretty decent movie so far. And then it took that turn and I went, uh, that's why. <laughs> so, so uh, I have, uh, um, hang on. I'm hanging on. I'm vamping. Let me just see if I can, I'm just see if I can find it. It is me, that, that boy who do the vamp. So that the person listening to the podcast be like, hey, I've still got content to listen to, and I'm having a good time right now. I hope you are having I a good forget. time right now. I, I hope they haven't removed it because uh, I know they removed stuff. From Netflix. I hope they haven't removed it too. Whatever it is that you think they might removed, have, they they might have removed it. Never mind. Um, While you look this up, I'm going to be going on the Pokemon channel and seeing what that series was called because it was so good. It was so good. The thing that made me want to get back into playing Pokemon, by the way, wasn't the DLC. I was just adding soundtracks to my playlist, and uh, I was just like, oh, the, the the Pokemon soundtracks are really good, especially Gen 4. Please remake Gen 4. Um, mm-hmm. apparent, the latest things on the Pokemon channel are Tales from the Pokedex, and it's just a bunch of ghost-type Pokemon. I might watch those videos. Okay, so. friend, <laughs> would you like to watch a... Uh, Ghibli film because I think that's probably the most wholesome and most probably yeah. Friend, I would absolutely like to watch a Ghibli film. How are we doing this? Are we doing it in order? Or so are we, are we I'm gonna say no. One? I mean, there's no real order to them. They're kind of their own. I know. Thing. I meant like release um, them. Okay, uh, I'll give you a choice of two: uh, Howl's Moving Castle or I've Spirited s- Away. Howl's Moving Castle is the one I've seen. <laughs> so Spirited Away. Spirited that's Away. That's the one I've seen. <laughs> oh, what a choice. Uh, no, if you want to do something a di- completely different one, like uh, Princess Mononoke? I don't know, dude. P- throw one at me no, and we'll no, do no, it. Like, Nature just threw three at you. What do you want from me? <laughs> to, to not make me do any decision making at all, because life is scary and I'm a very anxious person. Uh, uh, oh no, now I'm making him choose and he's he's being rent Hang apart. On. Oh, but Hang on. I'm going to see what, what Ghibli films we've got to choose from. Okay. Uh, just so everyone knows, the uh, Pokemon animated series I was discussing earlier, where they animated a whole bunch of Pokemon fights from the stories, uh, from the story of the games, 
they're called Pokemon Generations, and they did 18 of them. Um, and so there's some stuff. It looks like the first one deals with one of the Reggies. I don't remember that, which is interesting because that's a Gen 3 Pokemon. But yeah, it's it's all like these. It's not even all legendary Pokemon fights. One of them deals with like a Red Gyarados from from Pokemon Gold and Silver. But um, yeah, it's just a bunch of really well animated. Um, shorts that come from and look like they come from an anime uh, directed towards just, I don't know, like the same kind of stuff as like Bleach and Naruto and stuff, you know. Ah, it's really right. good. I'm going to rewatch one of them. We're, do it. Um, we're going to do, because uh, I know you already wrote it down in the list, so Tales from Earthsea, I think, would be uh, a good one. Tales from Earthsea? Yes, that one's actually in the list. That was specifically written down in the list. You probably told me to write it down because I've never heard of it. Okay. Molly probably. Let's see. As the world decays, an archmage guides a troubled prince with a dark side on a journey to find the source of evil and save the women they love. The women they love? What does he? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> is he is he polyamorous? What's this about? <laughs> I'm guessing that's just a weird way of putting um, that. Uh, yeah, this looks good. We'll watch. Yeah, we'll, okay, so tales. Anyway. From Earthsea. Next week we will be watching the Studio Ghibli film Tales from Earthsea. Uh, Earthsea is one word. Don't get that wrong. Otherwise, mm -hmm. you'll type it into Netflix and the Netflix demon will come out and take you. Just type in Ghibli and it'll be like the third one down. Ghibli! Third uh, row down. Yeah. So, yeah, this will be cool. We'll watch this. Also, I do want to mention we will be getting back to the MCU at some point to do phase two. Um. That'll be happening mm -hmm. soon. And then for Christmas... There's a lot more films in Phase 2. <laughs> I haven't talked to Reese about this yet, but for Christmas, I don't really love Christmas movies. We can do, like, one actual Christmas movie around Christmas time, if you like. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas? I thought that was more of a Halloween movie, Reese. I mean, it's got Christmas in it. It, it works. It counts. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, we it's fine. I do definitely want to do that. It counts. But... For, for, for the month of December, I was thinking more just, like, comfort films that we, yeah, like, sure. really go to. So, for me, around Christmas time, I always love watching movies like Disney Pixar movies, like Cars and Finding Nemo. Um, so, they could be fun to do. I just don't know how much podcast we'll get out of them is my only concern. Uh, but I'm sure yeah, we, c we, can, yeah. we can stretch it out, I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh yeah, we'll we'll talk about something that's entirely unrelated. and. I mean, we didn't even, we didn't even have... A movie this week because a nightmare on elm street 2010 doesn't exist it's dead to me and we we, we, we still wish to talk for an hour. yeah we vamped for like an hour and 10 minutes question mark no, an, hour, an hour and 15 minutes it looks like so yeah we're, we're good podcasters like all we had to do was talk about the games industry uh <laughs> for a bit and pokemon because naturally we will be doing pokemon at some point by the way um just not right now maybe maybe the week after i'll think about it i'll think about it okay i'll think about it if you've got any suggestions by the way you're always free to uh put it in the chat or if you're my hero academia later, movie <laughs> no uh or at me on twitter uh or at reese on twitter i'm at critigri k-r-i-t-i-g-r-i -I -I. my uh my current profile picture is a little bit I was gonna say spooky, but it's actually just a bit weird. Um, but that'll, that'll be that. And then, and then Reese is behind you. Reese is spooky scary. Reese is at Reese Curie. R e e c e k i r i. So there's that. Um, thank you for listening to this podcast. I know it was a bit helter skelter this week, but I didn't just want to cancel. Um, 
I wanted to address why this happened, and I wanted to just do a podcast anyway, because it's fun to hang out with you guys and with Reese. I say you guys, I don't know if anyone's actually listening, but it's fun to hang out with Reese at least. <laughs> yeah, I'm St- here. Statistics say we might have one or two listeners, so that's exciting. Thank you for listening. <laughs> and we'll see you next week after having watched Tales from Earthsea. I'm actually pretty excited about that. Uh, it looks, yeah, looks pretty fun. Yeah, well, good old Ghibli's. Good old Ghibli. I really liked Howl's Moving Castle when I saw that. So, uh, mm. I saw a gif of that recently, of, of the old lady. Um, I forget. <laughs> I just saw a gif about it and it was fun. I forget what the gif even was. Anyway, thank you for watching this episode of Pictures Without Pictures or listening to it or however you consume it. Maybe you consumed it through the magic of smell of vision in the year 3954. Uh, but um, that's probably not what happened. Uh, I'll see you next week. Reese, do a better outro. Goodbye! <laughs>